K-U-C-I, the cooch, cooch, the cooch, cooch. K-U-C-I, the cooch, cooch, the cooch, cooch. K-U-C-I, the cooch. Naked comedy. All right, cool. Well, hi, this is Naked Comedy, and this week we're talking to the Imponderables, a sketch comedy group from Canada that's making big waves around the globe. But um, who are we talking to today? Introduce yourselves. Well, I'm Eric Toss. I'm Dave Brennan. And I'm Tony Lombardo. Oh, cool. Uh, we're missing somebody, aren't we? We're missing John Smith today. John Smith. And his Smith. name is actually John Smith. <laughs> Well, he will be shunned from now on. Definitely. From this point on, as the fame rises. Well, he wasn't as funny as we wanted him to be. At yeah. Jennifer laughs. So yeah. We grounded him. Uh, <laughs> there's always that one member that gets grounded or beat up on or Got otherwise you, humiliated on a usual basis. <laughs> he's in a kennel. He's yeah. in a kennel. Okay. As long as he's where he needs to be, then that's all that matters. <laughs> he's exactly where he needs to be. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. All right. No worries, everybody. He'll be cool. <laughs> I can't say the same for myself, though. I might not be fine. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Well, keep us posted on that. We'll try to check in <laughs> okay. on you. In case but... I get sick during this interview. Yeah. You get sick during yeah. interviews. Ill. If you don't, if you get sick during the interview, you just fade back. Try yeah. to keep the coughing yeah. to a minimum. Yeah, I'll probably fade away. Just fade. <laughs> yeah. My my safe word is. Keep going. Okay. He's got the worst safe word. Yeah, you gotta change that. Yeah. Well, or it'll keep things going. No, and neither w- harder. <laughs> I got to learn either. You got uh, terrible safe words. Don't stop. <laughs> Whatever you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my safe word is please stop. <laughs> Maybe that's why you guys work so well. Good Dear safe God, words. Dear God. Dear God. Please stop. <laughs> If at any point we forget that we're on an interview here and completely forget that you're with us, please apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'll apologize to you if the interview goes awry. (laughs) Uh, It will go awry. It it may already have, yeah. Well, we prepared some questions for you for this interview. (laughs) (laughs) You have some questions for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. All right. Hey, what's what's the weather going to be like in August? (laughs) In L.A.? In L.A., because we're coming down. Yeah, we don't know what to pack. Yeah. It's yeah, going to be... We have unusually cold summers. It, it's very snowy. Usually August, we get a lot of snow. So, bundle. bundle. I will pack my skis. Pack the skis. Good. And, yeah, snow sunscreen. It's, it's like there's a lot of cloud coverage, so you're good. Okay. Cloudy and snowy. Okay. We'll Cloud be right at snow. home. Layers. And very cold. Yeah. Very cold. All right. <laughs> well, let me ask you guys a question of my own. Okay. <laughs> um, one for one. How about that? One for one. We'll go back We're and forth. We're going to questions. I'll interview. This should be a balanced interview, and it's only balanced if both people are interviewed. That's the only way that yeah. happens. It'll only be balanced if all four of us date at some point. <laughs> <laughs> there's right. enough days of the week for us to share. Yeah. As yeah. long as we all take Sunday off. Yeah. That's key. We can do we got it. Rid of John. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so how did you guys um, form in the beginning? There's a little bit of stuff online, but why don't we hear it from you guys' own mouths? Um, well, we all met in high school. Mm-hmm. We um, went, Some of us went to the same high school as um, Eugene Levy and Martin Short cool. up here in uh, Canada, Kanakistan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And um, we started doing some shows. We started doing some stand-up shows together. And then um, we kind of all gravitated towards doing sketch. So, I mean, we've been in a troupe together for eight years, but we've known each other for about three or four years before that as well. Oh, wow. How did you guys, um, like, make the switch from stand-up to sketch? Because those are two very different very different, like, comedy styles. Like, how you know did you guys figure it out? enough, we just started writing more and more together and helping each other with their jokes. And mm-hmm. at some points, we would even be involving each other in stand-up bits, like uh, pre-programmed heckling that was part of the, <laughs> the bits, you know? And it just started turning more and more into stories that were like, oh, we could act these out together and, and see what we really have always liked, is like the kids in the hall and the Monty Python and that style of comedy as, as opposed to the one man, one mic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be in a band, but forgot to learn an instrument or how to sing. So, <laughs> so this is out. the next best thing. Yep. So, so did that never stop Nickelback. We call that a burn, by the way. Yeah, that's, that was a burn. Total burn. I have to say, my favorite Nickelback joke actually came from American Dad. Do you want to hear? The Nickelback yeah, I'm joke. Not familiar. Okay, if uh, if this hot dog costs a dollar ninety five and you give me two dollars, what do you get? And you say, what do we, what do I get? What do I get? Nickelback. Currently, <laughs> <laughs> that's not too far off from how they did get their name. Yeah, do, you, do you know that? No, I don't know the story of Nickelback's it's name. That, all these losers worked at Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah, when you ordered a grande latte for five bucks, you would get a Nickelback. It was, yeah. I mean, that's not the lamest thing you've ever heard. <laughs> that can't be the real reason that that's their name. Yeah, that's actually the true story. Totally. Wow. Well, I don't know. Uh, your pants around your property. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got the name from my show from a juice bottle. That's better. I like that. I mean, it's a little, it's a little bit better. But you guys, you guys got your name from from a book, didn't you? That's kind of like the way you should be doing it. <laughs> Something intellectual. Something to keep in a library. <laughs> Something that requires thought to actually get to and figure out. Um, well, so has it been difficult to stay together for all these years? I know a lot of times, like you know, with sketch groups, it's it's hard to stay together because everybody has their own schedules and you know people doing trying to go to school or whatever yeah. it is. Is that ever been, difficult? It's been difficult to stay apart. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love some free time. <laughs> it hasn't really, because we've always had fun and we, we've always been um, meeting and getting new opportunities. Yeah. So it's always been exciting. This is a big year for us, but every year leading up to it has been more than a bag full of really awesome things that have just kept the momentum going. Well, that's really good. As long the foundation is strong, so you guys will do good. Yeah, the fact that we've we've all been hanging out since we were teens, pretty much, and now we're all in our late twenties, early thirties. So you guys are all maturing about the same rate. <laughs> yeah, we are all maturing about the same rate. We're, we're all going to each other's weddings and and such like that, and. It's just that we're, we're we're friends first, and you know, when you got good friends, you you don't just leave them for you got other things to do. It's like your friends are with you your whole time. So we just happen to be in a sketch troupe as well, which I think helps us a lot because there's an organic sort of uh, chemistry that 
just comes out on stage and, and there's, a, there's a trust on stage and there's really no uh, anybody ever pining for the spotlight kind of thing. Yeah. Nobody ever gets sick on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is off. Only off stage. Mm-hmm. Off stage we get sick though. <laughs> off stage is where the magic happens. Um, well, so how long have you guys been making uh, videos? I, it looks like you guys started in live or did you start with videos or how did that work? We started live and then progressed over to the video side. We're um, more or less in preparing ourselves for what we feel like our ultimate goal is, and that's being on television. Um, we just felt like we could kind of kickstart that progress and start shooting our own stuff and getting comfortable in that medium. Yeah. It's pretty cool speaking of the medium. It's like it's almost like we were waiting for the technology to actually become what it is because we've always had like uh, Matt our director we, we've always had the capability to shoot things and we were shooting like we shot like two or three pieces but really they just sat dormant and didn't really go anywhere until YouTube really where the internet made it so possible for video to stream like that like it does nowadays and it's only getting faster and faster and, and as such more popular and if you think about it, the, the medium itself is, is is inherently sketch comedy. Like, you really don't have these 22-minute pieces online. Everything's within two and a half minutes. So it's sort of the technology caught up to sketch comedy, kind of. <laughs> well, so um, do you guys incorporate the videos into your live act at all, or do you like to keep them, like, pretty much separate? Yeah, our shows are pretty much all multimedia now. Oh, cool. Yeah, any venue that we book... We, um, one of the main requirements is for them to have a video screen and so we can shotgun beers between scenes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the huge part. Huge. Bathroom breaks, anything. And that yeah. definitely <laughs> means that definitely means you've made it because I know that on the lower end it's usually, you know, no videos is too much, but if they're demanding videos, you're definitely definitely up there. Just in case it's work smarter, not harder. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, do it's the even, it's uh, even at the point too where we can send our videos and not ourselves. We're like clones of ourselves. <laughs> right now, I yeah, if there's a gig we can't make, but people want to show our videos, then we're more than happy to. As we speak, our Lego Violator video is doing my groceries. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting, it's, it's at bond. It's great. We've entered some of our stuff into competitions and have won money, which has helped finance this summer, too. Yeah. So cool. it's been extremely uh, helpful. When you make the videos, how do you decide, like, whether it's going to be animation or, like, the style? Because you guys, every video that I've seen on your website, at least, seems to be pretty different, you know, except for the the series of uh, History's Greatest Pervs. But they're all pretty diverse. Yeah, that was that's kind of the mandate we, we, we went into all of this with. We wanted to have everything be different than each other. So I'm glad you noticed that. I mean, it's just something, again, like, kind of flexing that muscle and trying out different things every time and not to get stagnant and do a million commercial parodies, you know, mm-hmm. um, just to have everything to offer. Mm-hmm. So that, that was important for us to, to be different instead of relying on the same type of joke. We wanted to be very eclectic. Very cool. So um, you said you had a director, but so for the, like for the Lego one, was that you guys doing the stop motion or do you have like a team that you work with that helps you with like, the animation ones or things like that? Um, that was a, a bit of everybody. 
like we have a sound guy who we recorded everything on, and then, so we had it recorded, and so then, like it's sort of layered from there. So like we had been doing it live for years, probably like eight or nine years that sketch, and then our friend wanted to put together some stuff to submit to, I believe, National Lampoon. So we recorded a whole bunch of stuff, and so we recorded the Violator, and then from there we were trying to figure out a way to um, film that sketch and. We couldn't figure out a way to get a roller coaster, so then we're, we're like, well, why don't we build it at a Lego? Mm-hmm. And Matt used to be a Lego champion when he was a kid. Actually, correction, I did find a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> but it was too late, the Legos. It was too late. I, I, I found it past the deadline. <laughs> we had already started filming. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so then we, we, were, we read up on like how Robot Chicken was doing a lot of their animation and started shooting it that way, and... Specifically, the the Lego itself. It was me and Matt sweating in a small room for about three weeks, <laughs> and really getting dizzy from staring at these little people. And that was just a weird sex party. <laughs> they shot the video like a week later, <laughs> and then finished it in the day. Sorry, the video was done in about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get in the mood. Safe words. <laughs> they were just in a small room with small people. <laughs> <laughs> Just having a party. <laughs> well, so um, I want to talk about, well, first of all, like, I, I was checking your website today, and you guys are up for more, um, oh, com- from, ah, sorry, you guys have four nominations for the Canadian Comedy Awards this year? Ah! Ah! <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're nominated for Best Troop for, like, the 10th year in a row, <laughs> and uh, out of the five video um nominations we're we're four of them so and of course lego violator is up there <laughs> and uh i know it should, it should be pretty cool very awesome now this is going to sound totally like regionist oh, wait, no, we're the only sketch troop in canada only sketch troop. <laughs> yeah no, i forgot to tell you that i mean that's that's yeah, 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 that's so why i'm interviewing you because you're the only sketch <laughs> for us not to get nominated so many times <laughs> yeah, we don't win all the time yeah it's weird and we haven't won yet <laughs> I keep but, losing to this curling team. Yeah, yeah <laughs> curling team from Moncton. <laughs> That's just so much fun. They curl, but they're they're hilarious. <laughs> so funny. So, um, what is the the Canadian Comedy Awards? Are they like what would what would you say they're equivalent to in the stage? Just because I, um, I'm I sorry. The, uh, <laughs> Oscars, the Globies, the Globies, the Emmys. They're pretty. They're they're high up there though. They're they're a very they're like. Sorry, I'm like stuttering for some reason, but the that's okay. Do you need a safe word? I do need a safe word. I don't have my safe word. Oh, not we prepared. We need a safe word. Not prepared. <laughs> I'll just no, say it's great. They're, they're a really big honor. It's it's really nice to go down in every year, and uh, something fun usually happens. Very cool. Are you gonna go to the awards, or are you gonna make a video and send it in? <laughs> Uh, if you're getting to the really big time, apparently that's what you do. Yeah, like Seth Rogen won one last year, and. Uh, he filmed himself in his mansion <laughs> huge in, new home. in Hollywood. It was pretty funny. <laughs> he acted like he was being really humble, and then the camera panned out. Yeah. And this <laughs> huge estate by the water. It was funny. And then, like, Russell Peters just, like, gives everyone the finger. <laughs> well, it's your 10th <laughs> yeah, year. Videos in. It's your 10th year. Maybe it's time to do something big. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. You're too big, yeah. Yes. Something gigantic. Hi, I'm DJ Intern Sam of Naked Comedy. 
Thanks so much for downloading my podcast. I do my best to put on a quality show for you, the more-than-quality listener. But you may be wondering to yourself, this girl DJ intern Sam (coughs) seems to um, have trouble with uh, on-air forming of sentences and coherency. How did she get a show? Well, it's very simple. Here at KUCI, we are open to anyone becoming a DJ here. Um, We have four training courses a year where you learn all the technical know-how you will need to produce a semi-decent show for everyone to listen to that everyone who listens to KUCI will love. If you'd like more information, please check out our website, KUCI.org slash training, or email training at KUCI.org for specific dates and times. It's really fun, and it's really cool to have your own show, but I I must stress, they do not teach you how to do the non-dialectical radio voice. I can't stress that enough. You, That is up to you. You have, Whatever voice is good... I, microphones are... Di- training at KUCI.org. Thanks, and now I return you to the interview already in process. Well, okay, so just just a little while ago, you guys did the Just for Laugh, Laughs Festival? Yeah. How was that? You guys did both Chicago and Toronto, right? And Montreal. And Montreal? Oh, how was yeah. how was it doing three Montreal, of the four? Yeah. Chicago was amazing because we got to perform with David Cross and Bob Odenkirk, and uh, we've been huge fans of Mr. Show for years, and i got to admit, I was quite giddy to meet them, but I think I maintain my composure <laughs> but um that was a lot of fun and then we did toronto which we do every year so we were friggin' bored of it <laughs> <laughs> no toronto was awesome toronto was awesome and then montreal's like the super bowl of comedy it's a marathon yeah it's pretty You're, competitive we did 10 shows over five days you've got tech rehearsals you've got press to do so it's it's like going to battle <laughs> like seven thirty in the morning, you're shooting interviews and like bumpers for the big gala show, and just got to bed at four. <laughs> yeah, and getting the honestly, there was so little sleep. It was like a different time zone. Oh wow! But, um, it was awesome, and we we performed with Jim Brewer and Jim Gaffigan and Ed Byrne, and like all these like huge people that we've held in such high regard for so long, and we got to meet Martin Short, which was amazing because we're all from Hamilton. Like <laughs> he is and. It was awesome, and uh, we all came back pretty depressed. We can't <laughs> wait to come down to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, all the people you see there. Yeah. Let's see, did you guys get to actually, like, hang out with them, or was it, when it like, how big, how busy is the Just for Laughs Festival? Like, do you get to hang out with the other performers? Yeah, like, the streets are shut down, and they have parades and um, <laughs> all this crazy stuff out on the streets for the public, and, and there's kids' events and all this kind of stuff. And then uh, when you go to venue to venue, you usually you end up, uh, you never know who you're going to see backstage, you know, getting ready to perform because you get put on shows with a whole bunch of different comics. So, you know, you could be on a show with um, Jim Brewer and Jim Gaffigan one night and then um, Tommy Tiernan or, um, like I said, Ed Byrne, another. It's, it's pretty crazy. But then everyone sort of congregates later at the main hotel bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, and at any yeah. given time, like Louis C.K. will walk by. Yeah. And Russ Noble or... Uh, yeah, they're just drinking and having a good time. David Allen Greer is a fixture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, it sounds... Fun of us. It sounds exciting. It sounds... I don't, I've 
been wanting to go for, for forever, but Chicago you know what, is far I from highly me. recommend it. Yeah. I can't recommend it enough. Just go for the week, stay in the hotel where everybody is. <laughs> it's usually one centralized hotel. They put all the comics, yeah. and they just drink in the hotel yeah. bar. You get interviews with everybody. Eat oh my god! Yeah, everyone wants to talk. I did one. I did one festival, but it was a smaller one. It was, it was Bridgetown. It was in. Uh, it was in Portland, Oregon. But they had that same that same deal. There was like a one place where all the comedians came, and it was just like a party every night. Yeah, it's fun. That's it. Totally is. That's they were just starstruck. That <laughs> everybody yeah, for sure. Well, so after after Just for Laughs, you, like, very soon after, you headlined with Jim Gaffigan's Videotron Gala. What was that? What was that like? It was amazing. It was amazing. The crowds loved us. Yeah. And uh, it was just one of those things where it, it it's like the stakes are all of a sudden raised. Yeah. Like, you're not performing for, you know, 100, 200 people in a club. Yeah. There's uh, two to 3,000 people yeah. with TV cameras and... Um, Jim Gaffigan's walking by and Jim Brewer's walking by and all these people are everywhere. Right. And they're pulling you in five different directions to get little clips for TV. And then you just get thrown out on stage and it's like, and it all happens so fast. Yeah, for sure. It really does. But it really hit me when we were doing all the bumpers and interstitial pieces and then they flipped the card over and like, okay, now we're going to do the ones for Australia. (laughs) (laughs) What, really? Okay. What is it like doing shows of that that massive scale? Like, do you do you feel like you lose anything, or is it like it's a different but like also cool experience? It's really cool. It's a fantastic experience. Like the intensity levels raised. Like even if it wasn't even filmed for TV. Oh yeah, it's still huge. And that like seventeen million dollars stage, like, <laughs> and and just the running the show. It's like wow, it's so insane. And then on top of that, it's it's all filmed and it's all going to TV and everything's got to be so precise and yeah. there's a live band playing you in and out of everything. It's just cool in itself because usually we have uh, um, different sorts of uh, recorded pieces of music, but to play with a live band was a lot of fun too. Well, very exciting. When do you think we're going to see the um, the footage from that? Um, it'll be on. It'll be cut together for. Uh, it could be winter '09 or maybe uh, 2010. They they edit it all and then they show a different uh, sort of gala every week. Oh, okay. But uh, as soon as we know, we'll let you know for sure. Awesome! I think that would we be have a web clip to it too. Web clip, yes. Well, um, I just want to end with talking about. Um, I looked on your website, and you guys uh, in 2008 did an event called Couchathon. Yeah, and it was for it was for charity. It was for sick kids, and and that's the name of the charity. I'm not just saying sick kids. Um, and it was on UStream, right? Like, where did you? What made you guys want to do that? Uh, we did so many shows, you know, and I guess at 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 some point you figure you could use what you're able to do to help somebody here or there, you know? Yeah. People need to laugh, and, and organizations need money. Yeah. And we need attention. <laughs> so it's a nice change of pace to do a show that has a deeper meaning than than performing in a club. So are they used yeah, to... Is these... supposed to, like, running a one-night show kind of thing where we give all the money to charity, we'd always been looking for an excuse to stay up all night 
and be locked in a room together. <laughs> we wanted to see how we really did. We wanted to see how yeah. mental we would go sitting on a small couch, like in a confined space, yeah. without being able to sleep for 24 hours. <laughs> we thought that'd be hilarious. Yeah, we we honestly did. That's that's not a lie. And so then, when we bounced the idea around, you know, we we came up with uh, with this couchathon thing, and then we ended up getting a lot of support from people like Ustream and, and like the Now Lounge in Toronto to like sort of help us along and get this thing to become a live uh, 24-hour video uh, web broadcast. <laughs> and it was, it, it was honestly like being on the Truman Show. <laughs> the second we announced we were doing it, like camera companies jumped on board and donated equipment, so everybody kind of jumped in. We had like people from HGTV come down and do different things with us. Crafts. Crafts. <laughs> a lot of musicians see, drop see, by. Yeah. Musicians drop by. A lot of other comics, and uh, it was a lot of fun because people got to like donate, and then they could do whatever they wanted to us <laughs> and promote their own uh, upcoming projects too. Yep. It really was great for the whole scene. Was there a point where you forgot? Where you kind of black out? Like don't remember? Like where it became like off the edge? Or do you remember everything? Yeah, actually, Dave lost it like two hours in, which is pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, I had a weird giggle fit, and then it was like two uh, hours. I I think I I felt like I had the bends. Yeah, at <laughs> four in the morning. Uh, Brad, who was uh, manning all the consoles, he hallucinated on the way home. <laughs> Thought he was running over an animal on the road or something. <laughs> uh, and at one point, I think it was it was interesting because it was around probably six a.m. And not a lot of people saw it because most people, like, people watched a lot during work hours, for sure. <laughs> and then, like, at, like, 6 or 7 a.m., people were, like, you know, getting ready for work, so they didn't see a lot of that. But then once, like, 9 o'clock hit, everyone was back at work, people would be tuned in a lot. Um, but, like, around 6, a lot of people missed John fashioning puppets out of fruit. <laughs> To which I destroyed them. Yeah. Eric got really mad for some reason at what we were calling the fruit players. It was very uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, punched an avocado. <laughs> yeah, I did. I went crazy on some fruit. I, I can't explain why. I have no idea why. <laughs> well, do you think that there's a chance there'd be Catch-A-Thon 2009, or is it, is it deemed too unsafe? <laughs> I think so, but I think this time, I don't think it would be that bad if we slept for a couple hours. Like, uh, no, Lombardo, we can't. Five in the morning, you know, like, I... I, I would watch us. Well, last time, did you guys, um, were you allowed to have coffee or anything, any sort of uh, stimulants or no? Yeah, we were allowed as much caffeine and pasta as <laughs> a roller coaster of uh, energy going up and down. Except I only ate turkey and red wine, which is a stupid <laughs> idea. Maybe you could bring in the uh, the energy drink companies to donate, see who could keep you up the longest. We did have a bunch of those. The only time, the only rule we really had was you could go to the bathroom. Otherwise, <laughs> your ass is ours. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to stay awake. But after we passed 24 hours, um, then we were each. I think each person was given a window to sleep, which nobody took. Nobody took. We <laughs> messed up. We couldn't sleep. It was ridiculous. Because people could pay to vote for who would get to sleep. Uh, and, and then, like, we just couldn't fall asleep. <laughs> You're too hyped up. Oh. Uh, well, to the Catch-a-thon 2009. Thing, maybe. Possibly happening. <laughs> with some sort of weird twist that you guys would figure out. I just hope those kids appreciated it. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm sure they did. 
Same. I'm sure they did. I'd be pissed if they didn't. Oh, I will kick their asses. <laughs> <laughs> that one kid. That one kid who's getting a shot and he's like, "Damn you, imponderables!" <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> All right. Well, I I've asked you all my questions. Do you have any more questions for me before we wrap it up? Wow. Did we mention what night we're doing stuff on? Right? <gasps> yes, I totally. Okay. Hey, guys. So you guys are coming to L.A. in August. <laughs> That's the magic we of are. editing. We're coming to L.A. August 9th. August like 9th? The 15th. Oh. Uh, for a show at the Acme Theater on August 11th. Very cool. What kind of show is it going to be? Like a mix of the video and the live? or? F- yeah, it'll be a multimedia show. Um, it'll be unbelievably hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to sacrifice a goat. <laughs> and um, we're all gonna shave our heads. Awesome! It'll be a night to remember. So <laughs> August ninth. Well, that's what we figured. We like, how can we make this show unforgettable? Right. So we're just gonna like murder a goat on stage. Mm-hmm. People will <laughs> never forget it. Mm-hmm. Never. That's what they did in the old days. That's, that's right. Dionysus, you know. That's true. And they're they're still remembered. So. so we like to think we're pretty awesome journalists. Yeah. So here's some questions for you okay. that are pretty much like we learned from really top end journalists. So we'll start with this one. What's your favorite color? Mm-hmm. Mm. My favorite color is dark purple. Dark purple? Like an eggplant? Yes, yes, like an eggplant. That's pretty, I asked the tough questions. Oh. Mm. What's your favorite number? My favorite number is 36. Why? Hmm. I, I don't know. It just is. Do you like stuff? I do like stuff a lot. More than uh, a normal person. Um, here's a quick one. Is uh, ponytail elastics or scrunchy? Um, elastic. Not the scrunchy. Yeah. Hmm. Little hmm. ones. All right. Well, that How was... How long is your hair? Uh, <laughs> it's medium length. Medium length. <laughs> Me too. What color is your hair? It's blue. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, we'll be able to pick you out of the audience really quick. <laughs> yeah. If we don't find you, like, you can't, you can't, you have to go to the show now. Yeah. I know. I'll I'll go to the show, and I'll make sure that it's my hair sticking up somehow so that you can see the blue above the crowd. Awesome. And be able to be like, oh, well, there she is. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on the show and getting up so early at 1 p.m. <laughs> at 1. Oh, no problem. No big deal, right? No big deal. <laughs> I know. You probably owe us one for that. It was, a bit, it was a bit of a struggle, but we'll make it up to you. We'll go, we'll go to the show. We'll have fun. It'll be awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. All right. Thanks, thanks again for, for coming on the fun. show. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Cool. We'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Yeah. Bye. 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 Well, that's the show for this week. I want to thank DJ Doug Pound for my awesome show theme. He's amazing and made that from the genius of his brain. You can check out more of his genius brain um, products at Doug Pound, D-O-G-G-P-O-U-N-D dot com. Um, thanks again for downloading the podcast and please tune into the full show on Thursday mornings or Wednesday night, however you want to think about it. Um, from 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. on KUCI.org. Um, there's a lot to the show that we can't put on the podcast, like 
comedy albums, clips from TV shows, awesome, amazing surprise call-in guests, um, and so much more that is still pretty awesome. So check it out. Um, do a stream record. Um, boycott TiVo until they allow you to record the FM waves along with your TV as well. Whatever you need to do. Naked Comedy, Thursday mornings, Wednesday nights, 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. on KUCI.org. Um, until then, I'm um, uh, gonna... K-U-C-I, the cooch, cooch, the cooch, cooch. K-U-C-I, the cooch, cooch, the cooch, cooch. K-U-C-I, the cooch. Naked comedy.